Hello and welcome. Today and always, we're here to swing the door wide open and spill the financial tea. I'm your host, Audrey Heesh, and let's make a deal. After this interview, commit to taking one action. And also, if anything in this podcast doesn't land or makes sense for you, make sure you check everything with a professional who is confident in knowing your whole picture and your whole situation because our finances are very um very tricky and there are a lot of moving parts and so it's always a good idea to check with somebody who knows the full range of what your situation is to be able to guide you in the direction that you need to go so take what feels right leave what doesn't and just commit to expanding your your thinking and your understanding of this very important principle of your business, your finances. It is, I, I would like to say that many of us, especially women, have had this long, it hasn't been that long since we have not even been able to have our own bank account. And it's no wonder that we have this beautiful, expansive, growing, abundant growth of women entrepreneurs who are kicking ass and doing amazing things. Because when you put money in the hands of women, shit changes and it changes for the best. And it's it tends to be a very organic, communal beautiful, expansive, impactful situation and experience for everyone involved. And with that, we have such a generational trauma and maybe our parents didn't teach us how to handle money. Our school system absolutely did not teach us how to handle money, let alone business money and what that looks like. And so Unfortunately, we're just trying to get ahead and figure out what our best next steps are as entrepreneurs. And it really does start out as your foundation, which is your finances and your systems. That's what fuels all of it. And when you are able to do that, you can get so much further. It might, I saw actually, let me back up there. <laughs> I'm going in like three different directions in my head. Welcome to my brain. Um, a lot of entrepreneurs that I talk to feel like they hit this wall. Like when it comes to their finance, they know it's important. They know they're supposed to. And they have all these beautiful ideas and plans and expansion and what they want to do. And they're so afraid of the numbers. It feels like a wall that they come up against and they're like, nope, not handling that. <laughs> Just, it doesn't exist. And I felt that way for many years with marketing and selling. I was like, nope. <laughs> and then I got into this graceful penny and started this venture. And I was like, okay, it's time for me to face this wall and really address it and get going and project myself to be the full, well-rounded entrepreneur I know I can be. I've seen a lot of 
beautiful people have incredible success with marketing and selling. And the common theme I've seen is if you do not have your finances and your systems and your structures in place, it doesn't matter how successful you are on the sales side or the appearance side. The financial aspect still needs to be handled. And I've seen it at people who are so proactive and they start from right in the beginning. They're like, I want to learn all of this. Let's figure this out. And then there's all the way up to, um, I think by, it was about 2.5 million in sales a year that one of my clients had. And every sales goal and level in between it doesn't matter where you're at in business. Know that you are not alone. It impacts, if you're struggling with your finances, this impacts people at all levels of business, all of them. And unless, yeah. So the more you tackle it, the more you understand who you are as a business owner and where you where you come into this because you are the beautiful driving force of this business. You are the visionary. You are um, possibly the brand. If you're service-based, if you're product-based, then you created something beautiful to sell to the world and help people in what you're providing. And both of those take a lot of labor of love and some people don't want to expand their time for their finances. And that's when I've seen it get really sticky and really, it, it's not in your best interest is what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say, be proactive. I'm not judging. I totally understand with wherever you're at. And we've all had a million stories that have been placed upon us and experiences that lead us to where we are. And what I encourage you to do is embrace that. Don't be like, try your best not to feel shame because shame is such a bad place to be. It It's it's disempowering and I'm here to empower you because once you identify it, then you can start rewriting that story. You can start being like, okay, this is what I'm thinking. Is that what I want to think? Is that how I want to view that situation? Or do I want to see that situation as a learning experience? And that learning experience has taught me now I need to do this. Because a lot of the things that I hear are the shoulds. Everyone knows they should handle, in quotation marks, should handle their finances. That's just a common knowledge in our society. We're a very money-focused society, <clears throat> and it makes sense that everyone knows you should handle it, and there's lots of hoorah about you should handle this. You, you need to handle it this way. Any, I'm not a fan of cookie-cutter approaches. Um, I'm not saying they don't work, but if you don't fully believe in them and think that it will work specifically with how you work or you're not, or 
you're totally ready to completely change your thinking and your way of doing things, that's that's when those situations work. However, it tends to lead people to not be set up for success. And the whole point of all of this is to set you up for success. When you have your systems and structures based on, on how you operate and you understand where you're at in the journey, I know so many financial people who are there who are so excited to support you with wherever you're at and take you on that journey to continue to grow and be the best that you can be. <laughs> Evidently, I'm a military recruiter now. No, I'm definitely not. Definitely not. Um, <laughs> oh, it's Wednesday. So it's. one of those things where your finances are we all know that we should quote unquote tackle our finances and that leads to a lot of people having a lot of shame which snowballs that whatever situation they're in to be bigger and more scary and more problematic and then you have a big problem. Instead of just a, hey, I need to work on myself to, to excel in my business or to fully empower myself in my business, I need to do this. As you get going, and if you don't handle it and you don't tackle it, then it, then the state comes in. And then the IRS comes in. And then possibly whatever other agency, depending on your situation. And that's the part where you can no longer ignore it without major, major repercussions. And we don't want you to get to that point. And that's why I'm here to spread these messages, to know that you're not alone. And the more very successful entrepreneurs I've talked to and the more, uh, especially particularly in the financial sector, this is very common and something that is very widespread and we don't talk about it. We aren't telling people and educating you guys as entrepreneurs what to do because one, especially here in the United States, our tax system and our requirements and our rules are convoluted and complicated. I am not diminishing that in any capacity. I have a beautiful client who is in some trouble and we're, I'm trying to get it worked out with her and it's, she's just so, I'm trying to figure out how not to break any sort of confidentiality. We're, I'm educating her along the way. And I've just had many, many years of experience in this. So for me, it is just like, okay, 
here's this, here's that, here's that, there's that. We need to go here. Now we go here. Now we're over here. We'll go to this state website. Then we're over here on this state website. <laughs> and it is a lot and it's confusing and none of it makes sense. None of it flows. It doesn't set you up for success. And so I do not want to diminish the bureaucracy madness that is our system. I don't. And it's still our system. So what I encourage you to do is know it or get somebody who is knowledgeable in it to be able to either guide you to train you if you want to tackle it yourself or handle it without any, yes, have oversight, absolutely, but not infringements. <laughs> Your taxes still need to be paid on time in order to keep you out of trouble. That's just one of those necessities that are a part of our system. And it's, again, about finding out how you operate and how where your potential limitations are as an employee as a not only an employer but a a business owner and when you do that you're able to fill in any gaps whether you need to fill that in with another human like okay i am not doing my maintenance bookkeeping it's just not happening. <laughs> I know this as a person. I know this as a as a business owner. It's not happening. Once you realize that, that is so powerful. Then you can be like, okay, what bookkeeper? Now let's go find a bookkeeper or an office manager that can be more of the overall um, taking care of all of it, depending on how your business flows and if whichever you need. And it's it how do I say this? If I haven't said it enough, one these problems happen at every single stage of business. You are not alone if you are struggling with your finances and you're coming up against that wall. You see that wall, you avoid that wall, and you avoid your finances. That is so common. And you, I believe in you to be able to tackle that wall. And there are, if you are ever wondering what sort of resources you need to tackle that wall, reach out to me. I'm at Graceful Penny. Um, just, just send me a DM or comment below on the millions of places that this gets sent. <laughs> and I would love to be able to direct you. And I'm very honest. If I feel like somebody else would be a better fit, I am happy to refer you. This is a collective community. I'm here to set you up for success. There are some situations that I'm not the best at and uh, retirement in particular. I don't have a lot of knowledge in the vast bureaucracy that is our retirement system. And so if that's what you're looking for in the sense, along with your business finances, 
I have a resource for that, but it's not me. And I would love to, to connect you depending on if it sounds right based on what you're saying. And that's what we're all here for. All I have a beautiful network of incredible people who are genuinely here to help you with your finances because we believe in the beauty that is small business and all the gifts you're bringing to the world. It's needed. We need more compassionate entrepreneurs. And what that means is really digging in and figuring out what you might need help with and healing anything that might be sticking. It's not always fun. Believe me, I've had my own journey with marketing and selling. <laughs> so it, we all have our things. We're human. We're beautifully human. And once you start identifying it, I've noticed once you start identifying it and looking at it, whatever that looks like for you, it it stops making it be so scary. And there's and that's when you can really start gaining the power and the control because you are able to see it for what it is instead of what your beautiful human brain is trying to tell you it is. I don't know about you, but I've seen those be two very different things more often than they are the same. <laughs> it's just like, oh, okay, now we're, now we're, thanks brain. <laughs> that was not a favor you did me, but it is our experience. And that's, we just have to get through that. And one way I generally tell people to do, depending on where they're at, but if you're really stuck in the weeds of, and you're hitting that brick wall with your forehead over and over again, first thing I recommend is looking at your bank statement every day, your bank feed, just log in and look at it, see it. And if any of those transactions, you're like, what is that? Check it out. Is it necessary? Is it something that you no longer use? Get rid of it. Unsubscribe, un, unpay. I don't know. I don't know why the word is eluding me. Um, <laughs> just cancel that subscription. That's the word. There we go. Boy, days are hard sometimes with the words. But um, when you're able to start looking at it, you are then able to address it and take those steps. Like I said, you're, you might be paying money for things that you're no longer using. And that's just diminishing your resources unnecessarily. And so it's also about being intentional and getting that into your hands is to be able to, when, when you're equipped with the numbers and the knowledge and the power, you're then able to be intentional about where you're going. And that's when your business really starts flourishing because you're able to take <clears throat> excuse me, intentional action based on the data. Our numbers are the numbers, irregardless of our feelings. And that is a very difficult um, transition 
for a lot of people because the numbers hold have always held such such emotion for the people I've I've predominantly seen. So if you resonate with this, you're not alone. When they when it holds so much energy and like stigma in your in your head and the stories play out, it doesn't propel you on that success path. It actively diminishes you. And the goal is to be empowered with your business. And you do that with your numbers. And when you start to understand the basic level of your numbers, you're then able to see that there is no emotion to it. It just is. It has its own energy. Yes. And I don't want to diminish that, but the stories that in your head aren't what is happening on the paper. The paper is if you get your profit and loss, it is what it is. The numbers don't lie. And when you start to embrace that, and as long as you're properly tracking to be able to know what those numbers are, uh, there is power in that. And so if, again, you're someone who that brick wall, you've been hitting it on your forehead and you're just ready to, to give your forehead a break, then what I recommend is definitely start checking your bank feed every single day. Start looking at it. Then step two, start tracking. That means start setting up your bookkeeping system if you don't already have one. Start tracking every transa transaction and knowing where it went and where it gets categorized. And then the third step after you've mastered all those is knowing your break-even point. The break-even point could possibly come before the step two, but it's easier after you've accomplished step two. Because um, with your break-even point, then you know you're equipped with the numbers to know exactly how much you need to bring in in order to keep the lights on based on your current spending habits. And then you get to really start be like, hmm, what, is this really necessary? Do I really need this software that I use once every nine months maybe and that's only because it's there? You then get to make those decisions and you get to see things for what they are. And um, a beautiful example is I think probably about, I don't even know, months and months ago, I was reviewing my profit and loss because I do it a minimum of once a quarter. I, depending on the madness of the quarter, I try to do it. I try to do it once a month. Some quarters it ends up being once a quarter. But at a minimum, once a quarter, I go through all of my, my financials. I was realizing that my PayPal account was, my, my merchant fees for my PayPal were way more than my merchant fees for my invoicing system. And I was like, and the amounts were fairly parallel, if not the invoicing was higher. I think the invoicing was higher, but my, my PayPal account was still way more than my invoicing. And I was like, huh, let's look at that. So then I dug into it and I was like, 
oh, I get way better percentage on my invoicing system than I do PayPal. So I now switch. My PayPal is definitely for like evergreen and like automatic things. I am totally okay with that. That is just what is. <laughs> I'm not going to sit there and send invoices to every, everyone who wants to buy a checklist. Um, that's just not something I'm... I'm okay with that additional fee. But for my big invoices, for my big um, dollar items, I now switch. I now have a different system to be able to send invoices and, and reoccurring invoices instead of the automation of PayPal. I have a different set of automation and it seamlessly goes into my books. It's not an additional thing I have to track or reconcile or move over because, oh, the money's over here. Now I need to pull over here. It all just happens in my books automatically. And I now save money. And it was very simple, easy switch for me. And I did that because I could see my numbers. I could see my numbers and I was like, huh, let's get curious. Let's peel back these layers. What is going on here? And while my nerdy heart wants to say this is the power, it is genuinely the power because now I save money. And now there's no more money that I can either, I get to decide what to do with that. I get to decide, do I reinvest this? Do I put more money in my personal pocket? Do I have the flexibility to buy a new computer? Now the possibilities are endless and there is so much power in that. And I want to really, really empower you with your finances. That is the goal because it is your foundation. It is everything that your business is built on and you have to really understand it as a business owner. It'll propel you towards success so much faster if you do. So with that, I have an amazing workshop coming at, um, why am I, uh, February 27th through 29th and Oh my gosh. So leap day. This is leap year. Come take the leap. I have the amazing Jen Mons. She is so phenomenal and beautiful with the prosperity and mindset piece. Um, and the, on this workshop, we're really tackling the proficiency, the planning and the prosperity. So no matter where you're at on your journey, we are here to really empower you to figure out what is your block, whether it's your mindset or understanding the tactical pieces. We have everything here for you in this three-day workshop. It's immersive. It's transformative. We've put so much intention and love into it, and we're here to really empower you to take that next step to peeling back the layers and 
learning about not only yourself, but your business in a way that will forever be a skill that you can come back to. This is not, this is something that is foundational to who you are in our current society. Our finances are not going away. If anything, they're getting more sticky. And so what we need to do is understand them and understand why things are happening. And when you do that, then you have the power to either enact change. Like I said, my change was to switch to invoicing. Easy. Or you can enact change by talking to your congressional representatives to be like, this is not okay. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm following the law, but this is not okay because X, Y, Z. Again, that's powerful. We need more of that in our society because I'm of the belief that our systems are failing us on so many levels. And the more we talk about it, the more we enact change and we really propel everyone around us for success. So again, beautiful workshop coming up. February 27th through 29th, take the leap with me and Jen. We are full-hearted and so excited to embrace you on this journey of prosperity, proficiency, and planning because it's, we've seen firsthand how important it is and how much you can excel. And we're so excited to be welcoming you in. And so it's www.getoffthemoneyshametrain.com slash financial dash magic. I'm going to put it in the show notes and all of the places. And I look forward to seeing you because I believe in you. And all you have to do is take that next step. That next step is your, it, it calls to you. Take that next step. Embrace your finances. They're fun. I genuinely believe they're fun. And if you don't believe they're fun, I've had many clients tell me that I make it at least bearable. And some of them are like, okay, you make this fun. <laughs> I hate this generally, but you make this fun. And I promise, I do. Because I find so much joy in it. I find so much joy and light in finances. And which is contrary to most people. And I understand that. That's why I want to bring this gift to you because I believe in your vision and your gift that you're bringing to the world. And I'm here to support you in that. And so is Jen. And we are so excited to invite you to this workshop. So again, www.getoffthemoneyshametrain.com slash financial dash magic because we all need a little magic in our life. So I promise I won't sing. <laughs> it's never a good idea. But um, thank you for joining me on this lovely episode. We are here to swing the door wide open and spill the financial tea. So look forward to seeing you at the workshop. Thanks, guys.